Join Sarah Weiss in the infinite field of energetic aliveness and heart-centered wisdom. This is the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. Welcome to the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah Weiss, and I'm your host. And today we are kind of taking a right turn or an S-curve or a Mobius strip, maybe. We're shifting up the podcast and moving in a new direction. So to let you know why, I've been going through a, a huge dimensional shift, and I love what I did for the first year of the podcast, which was to introduce you to really dynamic, courageous people who followed their heart initiated and created their own unique way of sharing their wisdom. And I hope that was inspiring to hear all the unique and beautifully individual ways we can share wisdom. And I met wonderful people along the way, and I really enjoyed our conversations. And Now, as I've gone through about three or four months of an inner retreat, I've been led to deepen what I share on the podcast. I'm always looking to inspire. I'm always looking to help people find the courage to find their teacher within, to discover their own inner wisdom and to embolden you to become your true self. And we're living in an age where things are just changing so fast that it's possible to do this. No one is even going to notice if you shift up your personality and come out with some new identity and new interests, um, expanded consciousness that you want to share with people because everything's changing and we're, we're accepting change now. So in that vein, the way I'm changing is actually into deeper silence. And my preferred state of being is absolute silence And the only way I can share that is through frequency and vibration and light and the subtle world. And I love doing it in complete silence. And I also know that I need to use my words, (laughs) that that is part of helping the new paradigm come into full bloom for myself and for the planet, that when we speak from the new paradigm frequencies, we are helping to create this new earth that we're aware of now. And it's a very exciting time. It's also a very crazy time. So one of the gifts that people say I have is helping people settle down, ground, and align with their greater being. And so I thought, okay, so why don't I share some of that with the listeners? 
that this is a, a place you can come to to settle into the deeper space, to awaken to yourself within. My whole being uh, resonates around each person awakening to themselves within. And we each have something wonderful to contribute to the whole. And so in my classes, we work in sacred circle. We align with Mother Earth and Father Son, activate the central axis, expand into the toroidal field, and then into the Merkaba state of consciousness, which is the universal wisdom. And so today, in that vein, I'm going to share with you a class that I just led this past Monday night, uh, May 17th. And the name of the class is Permission to Heal, Expand, Ascend, and Be Present. And it is part of the Awakening Together series that I present for the whole year. It's every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And every year I have a theme. Uh, for these Monday night classes. And these are very deep classes. Um, People can join at any time. Each segment is six weeks long, and you can sign up for any of the segments that you like. But the commitment is to yourself, to participating in a way that you show up seated in your own being, in your own heart. And allow yourself to enter into the new paradigm where awakening together is the theme. Now, this was the fourth out of six classes. And so, of course, you're going to feel like maybe I missed a little something here uh, because at the beginning, I'm speaking about something that happened in the third class, which was... We had gone into a very deep meditation. The uh, sacred circle was very uh, high frequency, very refined energy. And one of the members of the class couldn't enter until an hour into the meditation. Uh, This person had something going on with the family, which she truly needed to attend to. And she was a bit frazzled. And when she entered onto the Zoom line, the difference in her frequency and the frequency of the circle uh, caused me to actually begin to close the circle. And through further conversation with her, she recognized that she was jumping into the circle, hoping to get grounded and calmed down from the emergency that had just happened with her family. And she hadn't spent the time to just take a few minutes to settle in. So, Part of the discussion at the beginning of this class was how we handled that and what we learned from it. Also, part of this class is learning how to claim your inner authority, your inner wisdom, and how to follow and trust the guidance that is with you. So I hope you enjoy listening to this class. I'm going to share various things with you. Some will be current meditations, some will be past, some will be parts of classes. 
And I also welcome questions. Please uh, email me through the contact information associated with podcast, and I will include them in the podcast, uh, the answers to them. I'd love to hear from you. So please enjoy this hour-long segment of the class called Permission to Heal, Expand, Ascend, and Be Present. Blessings to you all, and thank you for being here with me. We're going to do a few things tonight. Uh, Play a little catch-up and kind of regroup uh, around your intentions, and we'll go over what happened last week and when I shut down the circle, and then we'll go into a deep meditation and clearing. The energy is really, really high tonight. Uh, Very nice. Okay, so last week, we got to a certain point in the circle, and actually two things happened simultaneously. One was that I noticed that the group had reached its concentration limit, the ability to stay centered and focused in the energy. When I see that happening, it's a judgment call because there can be a strain on your nervous system if you're pushed too far in terms of the energy and not being able to process it, receive it, digest it. And so there's really just kind of a, this, this art or skill of noticing when a group has reached its limit. It doesn't mean that there's a failure on anyone's part or the group's part. It's just where it is. And it's my call to start taking the circle to a closure. I have seen what happens to myself when I push too far. I can get ungrounded. I can uh, feel unsettled and not be able to appreciate what I've received. I can get to the point where I don't want to enter back in life, where I just leave and, and go too far. So there's a fine balance, and the group had gotten to that place last week. Now, at the same time, one of the group members had had a situation at home. And if you're on the line, if you want to come on and and talk about it, otherwise I'll describe it just briefly. And they were dealing with something with the family that needed to be dealt with. And when she came on the line, she was wanting to get calmed down by the group. So she had not been able to take time to ground and probably had no idea where we were in our session, but her desire was, oh, let me get into a group that feels really good and calm so it can help me calm down. And there's nothing wrong with that, except that those two energies collided at that moment. So when I noticed that, my eyes were closed and I noticed that something had entered into the energy of the group, and then I opened my eyes and I saw that there was another person added to the group uh, in terms of the numbers on my Zoom screen. And so I realized that someone had come in after I recognized that there was a discordant kind of energy. And we had an email exchange about it to help 
clear that up. But I want you to know that it's really hard to gauge this. Um, you know, someone asks about entering the group and how and when and etc. Um, the problem is you don't know when we're in a deep meditation. And when we are in a deep meditation, any slightest sound or frequency can disturb the silence or disturb the nervous system. So it just was one of those unfortunate timings, but an excellent teaching device for understanding how to enter the group. So so let's say you come into the group very late. Let's say after 45 minutes, after 30 minutes, that was after an hour. I would say that it would be best to do some grounding before you come on the line, just to get yourself settled so that at least when you enter the group, there's some harmony with where the group is at already. And then I would say if really up to an hour entering the group, unless we've done the meditation first and we're having a conversation, then it would be fine to enter. But if we're still deep in a meditation, which no one would know, then it's, it's a little tricky. So it was a good teaching moment. And hopefully that helps you understand, you know, we're working with very high frequency energies in this group. And everyone in the group is extremely sensitive and aware on a subtle level. So, you know, it's nice to be in a group where the subtle world is part of our world and not excluded. And then on the other hand, we're aware of so much more of the spectrum of frequency and vibration. So we learn to handle it. We learn to navigate it. So then the second part is, you know, there's always a point in these six-week sessions where we need to kind of regroup and reset. There have been a lot of high-frequency energies coming into the group, creating changes in consciousness, helping you evolve along your own path. And there's always a time where we want to pause and absorb and kind of collect ourselves. So again, the title of this class, if I can remember it, is Permission to Heal, Expand, Ascend, and Be Present. That's the final title. And so what that describes is a progression of consciousness. Healing includes clearing, um, aligning, relaxing, coming back to yourself. When we do that, then we're able to expand because our being is settled and we can expand our heart, our mind, our sense of consciousness, and we can embrace more dimensions of consciousness. And, and that includes going beyond uh, staying in the limited 3D perspective. So we're expanding and embracing our multidimensional 
consciousness and not being limited by or restricted to the materialistic perspective. And the materialistic perspective is what you would equate with kind of old paradigm science, you know, everything has to be proven. Um, we don't include spirit in our life, it's separate from us, and everything has to be about the material world. So when we go into the expanding stage, we start to embrace our multidimensional consciousness. Then from there, when our grounding and alignment becomes more firmly established in that multidimensional consciousness, we can start to ascend. In other words, we can be grounded and safe and secure in our physical consciousness, but then start to expand beyond the physical and ascend into the spiritual light, higher frequency consciousness that requires kind of like that magic word, you know, like open sesame. You have to get to the point where you have aligned so nicely that you slip into this ascended consciousness where you touch the depths of your heart and where you touch the breath of the divine. And so that ascension process brings us into contact with the illuminated souls, the wisdom souls, the, the master saints and prophets, the consciousness of these beings. And we begin to partake of this ascension that allows us a new viewpoint for our life. And we're in the collective consciousness of the higher realms. And ultimately, once we have experienced an ascension experience, we come into a new relationship with ourself, that there's been some healing going on, that there's a broader consciousness awareness. There is the mingling with the divine. And in that process, our personality recollects into a new identity. Because how can you forget when you've touched something so sublime? And in that process is when we become present to ourselves, to our lives in a new way. So that is our process of coming full circle or maybe full spiral <laughs> as we grow and develop and begin to claim our true being. So along the way in this process, there's a point at which each person has to activate their ownership of these states of consciousness. It's really hard, for some reason, this is really hard for me to describe. But at some point, you cross a line and you identify with the expanded, ascended, present consciousness instead of the consciousness that you were limited to in 3D. It feels like crossing a line or crossing a dimension to me. It's like 
on one side, you know, if I'm on one side, I'm kind of in victim, I'm kind of in cloudy brain, I'm focused on achieving material goals in a linear way. And when I shift over to the other side, I expand into this grounded, ascended consciousness that allows me to be patient, that allows me to have a greater perspective. And I can own that and live my life from that perspective. And so in a class like this, you can get a taste of these states. You can even be propelled permanently into greater consciousness because of the help we get from the illuminated souls. And yet at one point, and there's several times this happens along the path, it's not just one time, you claim for yourself that you have identified with the divinity within you, that you've identified with yourself that is beyond the limited 3D self. And it's an act. It's an act of consciousness. And you're the only one who can do it. So it's one of those things where someone can help you get to that point, but you have to do it yourself. And it's never a perfect state. Don't, don't believe that you have to be in a perfect state to do this. It's not about perfection. It's about perspective. It's about, the mystics describe it as seeing from the top of the mountain instead of the bottom of the mountain. And it's a feeling like when you're embraced by Mother Earth and Father Son and you're being held in the arms of the divine and your identity knows it. Your identity has become so humbled and allowed itself to be so immersed in something greater than itself that you become that greatness, that illumination, that wisdom. And it's an ongoing process. You slip back to the limited self and then you reclaim the unlimited self. And we do this in a very grounded way. That's why we ground before we do anything. That's why we make our connection to Mother Earth for our bodies to get comfortable, for the energies to raise and lift us up into these greater dimensions. Because your mind, my mind, it's all of our minds are too limited to be able to take us into this space. And so when we ground, when we connect with Earth, the earth is connected to the perfection of the harmony of the universe. Those energies will know how to take us through this process. Literally, the first movement is connecting with this energy from the earth. And that energy will guide you through the healing and clearing, through the expansion, through the ascension, and into presence. The more you align and let go into that flow of energy, it will take you naturally through this process. And we have to do it almost every day. We have this expectation that the Western mind has put around 
the spiritual wisdom about enlightenment that it is a one-time experience, but it's not like that. It's a continually expanding horizon that goes on even after we pass on from the earth plane. And given the heaviness of everyday life, we get pulled back. And so we constantly have to return. And we have to find the easiest way to return. Otherwise, it becomes a chore, and no one wants it to become a chore. We want to be able to slip into the other side, the ascended, expanded, light-filled side. We want to be able to relax into it, slip into it, so that it's like the sweetness of falling asleep. Uh, and you just slip into sleep so naturally and easily. And so we want this process to, to go that easily instead of making it work. Now, our culture is famous, famous, famous for work. We work, 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 work. And so that is one of the hardest things for Westerners to learn is how to ease into this beautiful space. And there's so much that blocks us from that, which we've gone over so many times, which is the self-loathing and the impatience and the feeling of not deserving, um, of being time crunched and pressured and stressed. All of that is what prevents us from slipping as easily into expanded consciousness as it is to slip into sleep. I hope most of you can go to sleep fairly easily. So that's a little overview of where we are right now. And I'd like you to take a, a moment here that you will continue after this class tonight to contemplate what is the easiest way for you to slip into this deeper, more illuminated state? And how much have you built, up, built it up into something that you have to work at? And this is a serious contemplation because that's what we Westerners do. We make everything into work and some kind of achievement rather than something that we can easily slip into. Okay, so we'll work with the energy tonight in a way that illustrates the flow that I was talking about. And, and it's very similar to how we, we do our grounding and clearing, but I want to take you through it in a way that shows you that there's a natural progression that happens that once you start trusting this, you have your teacher activated inside. And it's so wonderful to know that you can count on yourself to listen to the energy, to let it guide you, to trust in your connection to yourself. It's pretty amazing because ultimately 
the energies that flow through us from Mother Earth, connecting with Father Son, are the most intelligent energies there can be. They are connected to the original source energies. And this is the path to freedom, to being your own teacher and carrying that teacher with you at all times. So you don't have to be dependent on someone else. Of course, you can consult, you need affirmation, you need feedback, things like that. I'm not saying you do everything all by yourself, just like the American dream tells us we can do, but on the spiritual path, you want complete freedom to follow the guidance that's coming through you and learn to trust it and allow it to take you through this process of healing, expanding, ascending, and being present. Once you do that enough times, you start trusting it and it's a flow. It's a constant return to that cycle and you can get excited returning to it and also figuring out how the easiest way for you to do it is. Now, I heard, I heard a quote today that was very interesting that someone said that the Dalai Lama said that sleep is the best meditation. And, and I've always been a proponent of good sleep um, and even sleeping during meditation, which is not the popular uh, viewpoint, but at least we're not in a space of resisting when we fall asleep. Because sometimes when you fall asleep, when you're meditating, you actually go into a more expanded state. Um, that liminal state where your intuition arises, the dreams and messages start coming to you. So it's, it's a way of slipping in to that space once you learn how to do that. So let us begin. Take a moment to bring all your energy back to yourself. Detach it from me, from everything around you and your life. And this is an important step. This is called concentration in the spiritual world. You are returning and collecting your energy so that you have enough power to achieve in the inner world the same way that you need power to achieve in the outer world. It's a sense of coming back and feeling like you're inside your body with your consciousness and awareness, and you can start to feel your breath and release any tension that you notice in your body. And become aware of your seat and feet. See, the energy really is powerful tonight. The whole group just aligned very quickly.
And feel your seat on the chair, your feet on the ground. And it's a sense of lowering your center of gravity and including the lower part of your body in your consciousness. So we're going from kind of spinning outside of our body to sensing, feeling our breath and our body and our subtle energy. And we invite the lower back to soften and release. Allow the ligaments and muscles, the big muscles of the glutes and the quads, the thighs and the seat to start to relax. We hold a lot of tightness in the whole pelvic area and the lower back area. And we invite that to soften and release. And this is a gradual process. So if you hear yourself saying, but I'm not released here, I'm not relaxed here, I'm not there yet, that would be correct. <laughs> but don't complain about it, don't whine about it, don't expect to be anywhere other than where you're at. This is a process and it always takes an easing into. Allow the energy to flow through your arms, through your hands. Invite your tailbone to soften and release and allow the pelvis to restore its natural position. And what does that mean? It means notice if your right hip or is higher or lower than your left hip. Is it rotated forward or backwards? I guarantee that we never sit down and are in a perfect alignment, but you can be aware, you can sense what your pelvic alignment is and invite it to soften and balance out. Really the body is, is quite beautifully responsive and you can start a process of balancing by inviting. We carry so much heavy energy with us during a day that we have to give ourselves the opportunity to release it so that we can meet up with Mother Earth. We can't even <clears throat> connect with her until we've done a little relaxation and a little bit of alignment and settling into the body. So some of you may do yoga or Tai Chi or your exercise before you meditate. That also helps align your body. But ultimately, you want to be aware and sense. And sometimes we don't want to. We 
sometimes like I can be so horrified by how out of balance I am that I don't want to know about it. And so um, keeping a positive attitude and trusting that your energy will begin to flow and balance out is really important. We literally avoid knowing on a subtle level the imbalance of the energies because we just don't want to see it. But trusting that the flow will begin, that the balancing will happen, and it's your awareness, your presence to your own being that ignites the process. So again, feel the flexibility that's beginning in the sacral area and the coccyx. Feel the energy circulating throughout the whole belly and lower back. And then follow the energy through the thighs to the calves and invite the calves to soften and release. So on a subtle level, when we begin clearing, it's, um, you know, it's like rotorooting the drain. There's stuff in there that needs to be cleared out. And so that's to be expected. So don't let it stop you. And the Western mind has this way of going into self-loathing so fast that you don't even know it's happening. That when you sense that there's a buildup of heavy energy that needs to be cleared, you can just jump out of the process. You're up and doing something else before you even know it. Because the self-loathing can't take knowing that there's this process that has to go on to get clear. And, you know, as you start to relax, your knees will spread out a little bit. The calves will start to soften. And you'll be able to come down to your feet and feel the energy centers on the soles of the feet. And one of them will invariably feel blocked or not grounded, or it'll feel like it's two feet off the ground, and one will feel like it's connected to the earth, that'll usually happen every single time. But once you become aware of the one that is grounded, the energy will start flowing and the other one will start to ground. And become aware of your energy traveling down and it may be traveling upward at the same time. What actually happens when we ground and connect with the energy is we create a opening for the spiraling of the energies, the in-breath and the out-breath, the exchange of energy between each one of us and the earth. So if you focus on the downward flow, you'll feel your roots connecting to the earth 
And I like to focus on the downward flow at first because there's this really secure feeling that flows through us by knowing we are rooted, that our roots are firmly connected to the great consciousness of Mother Earth. And that brings about an ease, a sense of trust, a feeling of being held that allows us to move forward. Now there will be a tendency to lose your concentration or Focus on the energy coming up, but I'd like you to focus on the energy going down and get that settled, lowered feeling. It feels like you're weighted to the lower part of your body. If you can sense the energy, you can sense that you're deeply rooted in the earth energy. So this is where we begin the healing process. We actually self-directed this process to begin the grounding. We had to direct ourselves to lower our center of gravity, to focus on the downward flow, to invite the body to release and balance. And we're basically using our mind in a positive way, our will, to guide this process. We have guided it for ourselves. And then there's a point at which we turn this over to the greater consciousness. We have made, taken the steps to meet the greater consciousness, and that's as far as we can take it. And so at this point, we greet Mother Earth. We sense that she exists. We sense that we exist within the sphere of her greater being. And that's a scientific fact. And you are sensing it with your energy or your intuition right now. And so we give the process over to Mother Earth. And we greet the rest of the elements, the spirit of the water, the spirit of the fire, the spirit of the air, 
the spirit of the ether and the nature spirits and all sentient beings, the illuminated souls, and we greet them in order to sense their greater consciousness, the order that they bring to creation. They are the essence of creation. And this is the process of turning over from our personal will to the greater will. And in this process, again, we can release more tension from the body. We can start to feel the feet more grounded. And we can sense the energy better, more clearly. But we're now we're no longer directing it. And as we turn more of our will over to the greater will, we greet the directions. And we allow the elements and the directions to create the consciousness and framework for our deeper healing, expansion, ascension, and presence. So we greet the east, the south, the west, the north, above and below and within. And what we're greeting is the sacred geometry, the matrix of life that imparts order and balance and harmony. So we willingly greet the elements and the directions and turn submit ourselves to the greater consciousness that they provide. And you may feel that you're entering a larger sphere of consciousness or have some indication that you're shifting. And for each person, it can be different. So this is the purification phase. As we shift into this greater consciousness, we are being cleansed by the greater intelligence. We're being purified in order to meet the light in order to meet the higher frequencies. So it's always a process of clearing, relaxing, shifting.
And it's all about feeling instead of watching. And sinking into the feeling is can be scary for some people to let go of the watching, which is still part of the mind, the smaller mind, and allowing yourself to be dissolved into the flow of the greater intelligence. And we'll, I'm going to be quiet for a moment to allow the energies to move through each one of you uniquely as needed. The light, the illumination, the higher consciousness is always just beyond the shadows. It's always there. It's like the sun. Even if the cloud comes over it, it's still there. And so sometimes we have to spend time clearing these clouds before the light appears. And each moment of this can be a very joyous process, not a tiresome, have-to-do-this-again process. I find joy in it every single time. It's like, oh, goody, I get to go out and play in the light, in the sun. And when you allow the energies to do their best at clearing and purifying and healing, at some point the light or the sense of the higher frequencies will appear. I want you to sense your body right now while you're expanding and sense how the lower part of your body is sinking and heavy, but it's very stable and relaxed. Maybe your calves could relax a little more, but they're on the way. Notice that heavy, sinking feeling of being settled. And there's a little more peace, a little more stability, less reaching out, less impatience. 
If you tune into the flow of the subtle energies, you'll notice where the energy feels cleaner and brighter, where the energy is still working to upgrade and clear the energy. And it's not just in your body, it's in your field. We collect, I've said this a million times, we collect a lot of heavy thoughts, feelings, energies. And the daily cleansing is very important. And then the next phase of letting go is when your higher being takes over the process. Sometimes it feels like there's an angelic presence. Um, there's a presence of consciousness that begins to do some healing, clearing, enlightening, polishing on you. And that really is your higher consciousness taking over the session. And that is another beautiful step. Your higher consciousness is in touch with that greater intelligence and knows exactly what to do for you to help you be balanced, more serene, and more filled with light. So we've gone from the healing to the expansion, and now there's more ascension coming in. And you notice we're not perfect yet, <laughs> but we're better than we were. Now you can always adjust your posture if you need to, feel your seat and feet to um, recenter yourself if you get distracted. That expansion is not going to go away. And the ascension feeling is that feeling of the light, of the spirit of guidance, of your higher being uh, interfacing with you. And you'll notice your body goes into a deeper relaxation, which is called mystical relaxation. And your sphere of energy feels like it's expanding, the energy is starting to flow, there can still be clearing going on, but there is more of a sense of lightness, light, or higher frequency. And as this goes on, there's the next moment when you become, you slip into the next state, which is the present state, which is being in stillness and oneness. It doesn't mean being present to what's going on outside of you. It means being present to what's going on within.
And being present is not about watching, it's about being immersed. And if there is some particular healing that you require, you can, with complete neutrality, point that out. And that will open the way for healing to follow, whether it is current now or opens up the path for healing in stages in your life. And it opens up all the dimensions that may need to be addressed for the healing. And I said, with neutrality, not with demand, not with desperateness, but with neutrality. And so the same way that our higher consciousness becomes involved and engaged, when we're with a group and the group reaches that level of um, expansion and ascension, then the higher consciousness, the illuminated beings become engaged with the group on a collective level, which is what I call waking up the sacred circle. And that is happening now. And that is another immersion process. So this process is constantly immersing in something greater. Now, as this process is happening, we become centered along our axis. As the energy is flowing up and down, spiraling through our being, we become seated along our energy, which is the energy of the earth and the sun and our unique expression of the divine. And they come into one flow. And so as the circle is forming, each person is seated in their unique flow. With their unique frequency, tone, and light to contribute to the group, it becomes a symphony instead of merging our individual natures together, we show up 
as uniquely grounded in the greater intelligence, but also very present in our earthiness, our human form. Because the human form is a beautiful expression of the divine. And so we show up in our grounded state. And it's really interesting. Uh, you don't, you lose your personality, the one that's been created in a, on a false identity, but you gain your true divine personality. And we share frequencies this way. And there's, there's this very beautiful um, ceremony that we do in the Andean tradition um, where if you need a certain quality or a certain type of energy, you can engage in a ceremony with another person who has that quality and you can let it resonate into your being and awaken that quality in you. And that's a formal ceremony that we did on our journey in Peru led by Juan Nunoz del Prado. And it's a beautiful concept that if someone is very creative and you don't feel creative and you enter into a ceremony with them so that their creativity can awaken your creativity, isn't that wonderful? Or if someone has an extremely mathematical mind and that's not awaken you, you can enter into ceremony with them and allow that to resonate and activate that within you. So what a beautiful concept. What a supportive collective concept. Always for the greatest good of everyone. So when we enter our sacred circle and we are, the circle is enlivened, awakened, and the light is holding us all, that ceremony is going on. We are benefiting from each individual's collective gifts and helping to awaken all the illuminated qualities within our own being. Now, it's not a direct one-to-one, -one, and don't think of it as, well, if they have negative qualities, I'm going to pick up those qualities, too. That's not what's happening here. This is a higher form of ceremony, and it's not seen through the materialistic viewpoint. We are being held by the illuminated souls, and the frequency is awakening the fullness of each of our beings. And so even in the Andean tradition, it's done in ceremony. And it's not just reaching out and grabbing some quality that you want from the materialistic point of view from 3D. This is done in a higher frequency that creates good for all.
And I want you to notice if you started getting worried or thinking from the 3D perspective uh, where fear would creep in about what you would pick up from someone else. We are not at that level of consciousness. We are being held by a higher frequency. And so note that about yourself, shift your frequency and move into uh, harmony with the circle. And now the axis of the circle is formed and each person is receiving from the great intelligence the frequencies that help fulfill their being in this incarnation and others in this dimension and others. This is a multidimensional experience. And any form of thought is, I'm going to say, incorrect. It won't give you the correct information. You have to sense it, feel it. And so if thoughts arise, come back to your seat and feet, reconcentrate your energy, and see if you can sink back into the greater awareness. So hopefully you can sense and be present in the holiness of your, be present to the holiness in the holiness of your being, in the sacredness of your being. And every time we touch this place, it opens a door to something flowing better in your life, to something that's been blocked 
uh, opening and flowing answers to questions that were evading you. So the state contributes to the flow of our life. Those things don't necessarily get answered in the state. The state of being in the sacred silence works on a deeper level to open up the flow to our lives. It allows the sacred to flow into our lives rather than being kept separate. The trick is you have to be able to let go of all those concerns in order to get into this deeper state and learning to trust that that works is something that you have to prove to yourself and trusting that the energy that you connect with will take you on this inner journey guided by your own inner teacher. Blessings all. Thanks for listening to the Earth Love Spirit Podcast. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.